Welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. My name is Dr. Brooklyn Storm and I help private practice owners align their business back with their soul's calling, with their big vision and with their soul's purpose. Unlike other private practice coaches, I've traveled the world in search of spiritual resources, spiritual tools, education and information so that you can have the transformation that your soul desires and needs so that you can up-level your business. How much fun is this? I love it so much. Guys, if you're not already a member of the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group, please check out the show notes. I would love for you to be there. In the meantime, thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brooklyn Storm. Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode. I love, 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 love doing these. And um, just before I get started, you know what? It's 20 to 9 right now. And normally I get up at 7. But this morning I thought, I'm going to hit snooze, (laughs) which didn't really mean that I was snoozing. It meant that I was in bed looking at my Instagram for 20 minutes. And then I got up, put the coffee on, put the heater on, all of that sort of stuff. It was so cold here this morning and we had so much fog, which is kind of cool because I love the mist, but also I know it's going to be a really beautiful day later on once the mist lifts. Gabe has decided to sleep in. So <laughs> he's still sleeping on his great big, I got him one of those um, beds for dogs that have anxiety. That's a whole other story. But anyway, and so it's like really deep and it's really supportive and it's really fluffy and plush and everything. He likes to tell me that he doesn't really like it. Um, But every now and again, I see that he sneaks in there and has a little snuggle. So he's in there at the moment and I've covered him up uh, with a little bunny rug. So he'll be lovely and warm, but he may pop out. So if you hear a bang, it's probably Gabe coming through the door because he likes to kick it open to let me know he's up. (laughs) So don't panic. It's just Gabe. Um, Yeah. So I wanted to talk with you today about managing your energy and managing your, your diary in private practice, because again, this is something that is a little bit of a theme at the moment, maybe because it's the seasons or maybe it's because here in Australia, it's getting a little bit darker and the days are getting a little bit shorter. Um, but you know, there's definitely something coming through at the moment with people saying, how can I manage my time? I just feel like I'm doing all the things and, you know, I'm exhausted. (laughs) So I hear you. Yes, I hear you. I've been there too. So I want to share with you some tips today. So maybe grab your uh, podcast journal, grab your pen and take some notes as we go along. I'll give you a few prompts that you can use. Uh, Otherwise, just enjoy, just listen and enjoy. Okay, so um, yeah, I think the first the first thing to really touch on here is how does a diary get to be so chaotic in the first place? Um, <clears throat> I can remember when I was first starting, my diary was so full of, you know, it was people who booked in for appointments. You might remember I was at the medical center bulk building and I had like 12 to 14 booked in a day in the hope that six or eight might turn up. Um But then I was going home and instead of being able to go to, so I was um, 
practicing kung fu I really loved wushu and I was going to wushu three nights a week I was also going to ballroom dancing uh, three nights a week and what ended up happening was over time I started not going to like I would drop one day of wushu and then I was dropping one day of ballroom dancing and then I was dropping another day of wushu and another day of ballroom dancing because number one I just had so much admin to do and number two uh, I had no energy at all and yeah so I absolutely get what it's like and then opening up the diary on weekends as well to try and capture clients uh, who I couldn't see during the weekend also to ensure not only that I was helping people and being available and you know accommodating their needs but also to make sure that the business could stay afloat like I needed to capture people after hours um, and on Saturdays because as you know they were the busiest times so my I was my days and my weeks started to become dictated by my diary and you know I'd wake up in the mornings and I would just you know jump out of bed get changed I would go to McDonald's get a coffee and a sausage and egg McMuffin or whatever it was and I would just drive down to work and it was dark when I'd leave the house and then when I would finish work it was dark when I was coming home and I was stopping off at Red Rooster and I was getting like you know the veggie pack and the and the half a chicken and stuff like that and eating it when I got home in front of the computer while I was trying to do notes so I think what happens, and I know I'm not the only one here, but what happens is if you don't have, what I didn't have was a plan and what I didn't have was any structure, okay? I know that now, but at the time I was just starting out and I thought I was doing all the right things, making myself be available and, you know, I just thought this was business, this was private practice and I also felt that because I was exhausting myself that I was doing it the right way. In my head that I had something about, you know, hard work's going to pay off and uh, this is just what's required when you run a business. But it's actually what I know now is the opposite is true and it took me a while to uh, get on board with that new way of thinking. It took me many years actually because it was so ingrained in me that you have to work hard to get ahead. Um, and so, yeah, I just took it at face value and I just – showed up and I, I dealt with it. I don't know, maybe it's having German genes <laughs> in my DNA, but that, that allowed me to be so efficient. But I also understand not everybody um, can sustain that. And I certainly couldn't sustain that. So uh, what ended up changing things for me was not supervision uh, and not coaching. The thing that changed it for me was uh, connecting you know what I'm going to say, yeah, all, all the spiritual stuff. And when I'm, what I mean when I say that is really being able to stop for a moment and look at myself. I, I didn't realize I was giving so much energy away and I didn't understand that, you know, I needed to be calling energy back. I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, I didn't understand that I was leaking energy I didn't know that was a thing. So when I started learning more about spiritual practices and my mind started to become more aware of these things that were possibly happening for me, that kind of all started to make sense. I was interested in spirituality and then I was interested in all these new ideas that I was learning about and they made sense to me at that time. And so what I started to do was think, okay, um, if energy is really a thing, how can I 
play with that energy? How can I work with that energy? How can I align my health and well-being, my desires? My desires meaning like I don't mean something big or whatever. I'm just saying my desire at the time was to return to ballroom dancing. My desire at the time was to return to wushu. I wanted to do those things that I'd been missing out on. My desire at the time was to uh, spend weekends at markets. Like there's a great market near me called Red Hill Market. There's, there's a newer one now called Emu Plains market there's all these beautiful markets um that I wanted to go to that I wasn't going to on the weekends because I was working or doing something on the business I wanted to start one of my desires was to start seeing my best friend again because I had just without even consciously doing it phased her out because I was just so busy and and she got to a point where she stopped asking me if I wanted to go around to her place and watch movies and drink coffee and stuff like that because I was always saying I couldn't go so in the end she just stopped asking and guess what I didn't even realize that she stopped asking um that's how consumed I was with the business I was feeling like it was going nowhere yet I was exhausting myself I felt like um I must be successful right because I'm super busy not realizing that I had no measure of success other than my level of exhaustion so when you measure your success by being tired it's very hard to accept that you can be successful without exhausting yourself without being tired and that took me the longest time um but anyway so what happened was I started doing all this uh, um education and awareness around uh spirituality in terms of managing energy and I thought, yeah, I'm going to have a go at updating my diary. And it was so scary. I can remember because I had clients booked in like weeks ahead and I kind of wanted to start it like from Monday, <laughs> but I knew I couldn't. So I had to start it like two or three months out. And I can remember sitting in front of my practice management software, which I use Haloxy. And I was sitting there and I I just remembered like thinking to myself, yikes, I can't believe I'm doing this. And I closed off afternoons and it kind of felt scary, but it kind of felt good. And then part of me was panicking, having a panic attack, thinking to myself, oh my gosh, how am I going to make the money that I need to make if I'm only working half the hours? So that kind of set in. And then I decided maybe I'll just start by... um, instead of stopping working or every afternoon, maybe I'll just cut back two afternoons and, you know, one morning. And so I started chopping and changing with my diary because I wanted to find what was going to work best for me. Anyway, after lots of chopping and changing, what I realized was I really love being productive and working with my clients in mornings because I love having the afternoons to myself. It was just something that I checked in with my body I checked in with my energy and that was what came through and I thought do you know what if I can be on for my clients and give them the absolute best level of care and support and information and service in the mornings then that's what I'm going to do because I have a responsibility they're trusting me to um, support them and I don't it doesn't feel right to me it doesn't feel an integrity for me to see somebody at five o'clock when I'm exhausted or you know in the evening uh, when I'm exhausted it makes more sense for me to see three people in the morning nine ten and eleven um, and you know I can be on I can 
give them my absolute best. And then when I don't need that same level of energy, I can then go in the afternoon and do the creative things. I can uh, tinker with a website. I can write copy. I can plan the next podcast. I can do all those sorts of beautiful things that don't require me to be alert, switched on, stuff like that, which side note, uh, you will notice that because uh, of the way my brain works and because I get in flow sometimes, uh, you will notice that sometimes when I send out an email to you or when I put a post up, it's got a typo or something like that. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you so much for overlooking it and thank you so much for allowing me to um, be okay within myself with embracing imperfect action. Um <laughs> I'm not, I'm not one that's going to sit there and make my post perfect. I, I kind of, I get in the mood to do it and to share something with you and I just want to get it out there. And I do give it a quick check, but sometimes my eyes don't pick up on things because I'm more of a big picture person than a details person. <laughs> um, so anyway, thank you for that. But anyway, uh, I want to give you some strategies that you can use that I know now that I wish I knew when I was first starting because I think that they're really, really, really going to help you. Uh, one of the things I do now at the start of every single year, um, well, just before actually, I do it in November um, because clients book out, right? So I do it in November every year for the upcoming year. And I love it so much. I jump into the following year's diary and I go and block out four weeks of holidays, okay? Um, so I know on average we have about six weeks with all the public holidays and that works really well for me. Um, what I do is instead of taking a big block, I make sure every quarter I take the last week off. I'm not available for clients. I'm not doing sessions. I'm not writing emails. I'm not working on my website. Uh, I do run, as you know, a few Facebook groups and stuff like that. I will check in on them. But um, by and large, I just let people know, hey, I'm not available this week. If you need something, let me know beforehand. Um, and do you know what? Because I get to work with my dreamiest clients, I can say to them, I'm taking this week off, I'm going to disconnect, recharge, refuel, da-da-da-da-da, and my clients support me with that. Nobody said, oh, but I really need you and da-da-da-da. Everybody says, um, yes, we get it, go and take care of yourself, enjoy your downtime, post a picture of the crystal that you buy, you know, stuff like that. And so I do do that. Um, and I'm just so blessed that I get to do this because my dream clients understand about the need and importance of managing energy. And they know from working with me that I also share with them and encourage them to take their time off. So for me, it looks like a week every quarter. It helps me because when I'm having those weeks where I'm feeling like I'm pumped and I'm under the gun, I know, oh, you know, thank goodness that last week of June, that's just mine. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to be doing anything other than nourishing, eating well, walking, getting a massage, going to Dalesford, doing all the things, right? So it kind of gives me that light at the at the end of the tunnel. So number one, go and schedule out a minimum of four weeks. Uh, if you've got children, you're going to need to, of course, schedule out your school holidays. So do that too. Just get all your holidays booked out. 
going to Halaxy or Power Diary or Clinico or Spose or Simple Practice or whatever it is you're using and also block out public holidays. You know, I've made mistakes with that before. I haven't blocked out public holidays. I've got excited because in my head I'm like, oh, it's, you know, public holiday coming up on Monday. And then I realize I haven't blocked it out and people have booked in. So make sure that you do that. Uh, The other thing too is to, if you um, feel called to, and I would absolutely encourage this, if you work 10 days in your practice a fortnight, maybe drop back to a nine day fortnight, give yourself every second Friday off. Um, You know, it's only two a month or something, but your body will thank you for it. Your mind will thank you for it. Um, Consider that. Build into your business the flexibility for you to be able to call your own energy um, replenishment days or mental health days or rest days or whatever you want to call it on demand. And the way to do that is to be really clear with your clients up front and just say uh, before they you know, work with you or something like that. If you feel called to, depending on who your client group is and all those sorts of caveats, uh, do say to them, you know, from time to time, I may need to reschedule appointments. You don't have to say because I would need a mental health day, but just say from time to time, I may need to schedule appointments and I need to understand that you're going to be okay with that or you're going to be flexible with that. All right. So uh, set that expectation up right from the beginning because it's happened to me where sometimes, you know, it's been a Wednesday night, for example, and I've just felt for some reason, maybe it's some, I, I do feel like I'm a little bit more uh, lunar sensitive um, than I used to be. Maybe that's got something to do with it. But I I know sometimes I've been a, an evening where I've just felt like, oh, I'm just, I, I need to rest. I need to rest. I need to recharge. And I can contact my three clients that I've got in the next morning and they will get it. They will understand. And I just say to them, do you know what? My energy isn't where I would like it to be for our session tomorrow. And I really want to show up for you the best way that I know how. And I have to be honest with you, my my energy just isn't there right now. Um, can we reschedule? Are you open to rescheduling? If not, let me know and I will absolutely show up for you in in the morning. I just want you to be aware of this. And every single time, because I get to work with my dreamiest clients who understand about energy and private practice, they get it and they say, yes, of course, do it. Now, it hasn't happened many times, but I want you to know that it's safe for you to take time when you need it. And when you're working with your dreamiest clients, they will understand. You don't always have to explain why, but yes. Do set your practice up to allow you to take time off when you need it. Um, uh, I have some, the other thing that I want you to do is start tuning into your energy if you're not already. And what do I mean by that? And what does that look like? I just want you to be more aware of how you're feeling during the day. Um, It's hard to be conscious about how you're feeling energy wise during the day Uh, for me it took a while to get on board with this I had to actually put it in my Halaxy diary as a little 15 minute appointment um, before I started seeing clients in the morning at lunchtime and then before I finished work for the day I just put it as a 15 minute appointment in my diary and I, I was just a question how do I feel energetically right now and I did that for a month 
and then I was able to have a look and it looked like I had loads more energy in the morning than I did in the afternoons and that's why I changed the diary um, and as a result of that I didn't lose clients, I didn't lose income, I was able to work less and I was able to trust in the process because I got to see that um, my belief of I have to be exhausting myself to make it work or to feel like it's working um, changed. It, it honestly changed and it, that was the biggest thing I think having the experience of that change gave me trust in the process and from that trust I was able to make more changes in the business so be aware of your energy by tracking it for maybe a month and then reflect on it and update your diary based on your energy and I mean really you probably know yourself when you're in the mood to see clients when you've got the energy to see clients and when you have less energy um, and maybe in those times of less energy you could allocate your admin you know so you've got the time there without the pressure to do that report or to update those notes or whatever it's going to look like for you the other thing that's really important as well is to be aware of the activities, people, places and things that influence your energy one way or another. And uh, by this, I mean, you know, when you're feeling really light and happy and things are in flow and they're going really easily, think about what was happening at the time, um, because it's possible that whatever was happening then triggered this flow state for you. And we want you to be able to be consciously aware of that so you can tap into it and cultivate it more. Um, the other thing is to be aware, of course, of the flip side of things that um, absorb your energy and perhaps don't give it back. And this can be people, places or things as well. And, uh, you know, I want you to think about how could you manage that differently moving forward. For me, it was about boundaries um, and even as you know, I'm a carer uh, for a family member for my mum. And you know what? Nobody teaches you how to be a carer. <laughs> and uh, I love my mum to bits, but I have to put boundaries around that side of my life as well so that I can uh, do the very best that I can for my business. Because this business is, I'm, I'm the breadwinner, right? So my sister, my mum, myself, Gabe, we're all counting on me in this business. So it's on me to make sure that I'm um, in the best energetic frame that I can possibly be. And I know so many of you are in a similar position, whether you have children with, um, you know, challenging presentations or behaviors or diagnoses or uh, loved ones um, who are unwell for whatever reason and things like that we're all in very very similar positions we just don't tend to talk about it much right but absolutely putting some boundaries around that and understanding that it's not only safe and it's not only necessary but also reframing your boundaries around family and around friends um, instead of saying well I'm denying them this or I'm cutting them off from that or whatever self-talk you have or it's mean or it's horrible or I'm not a nice person I'm not a good daughter if I put boundaries around things no change your perception around that and understand how you get to be a better 
partner, a better friend, a better mother, daughter, son, husband, whatever it is, because of the boundaries. Those boundaries allow you to show up better. You're, because of your boundaries, you're nicer to be around. You're not snapping at them every five minutes. You're not grumpy. You're not complaining. You're not resentful. You're not holding stuff in, right? Your boundaries allow you to look after yourself so that you can look after them and so that you can look after your practice. Boundaries are your friend. <laughs> Honestly, they are. And again, um, this is just you learn it as you go along. Um, but I want you to understand it's safe for you to have them in business and outside. So with all of this in mind, I do have a couple of prompts that could help you uh, that, yeah, would have been handy for someone to share with me when I was first starting on my journey. So here we go. Number one, if I got to work, the hours that felt most energizing for me, when would I be dot, dot, dot? If I got to work the hours that felt most energizing for me, when would I be dot, dot, dot? So you could fill that in with seeing clients, um, writing reports, going for walks. You know what I mean? All that sort of stuff. Um, I want you to also update your daily diary. I want you to create a daily practice of before you do anything related to admin or clients, I want you every single day to think about what's your goal for this financial year or for the next 12 months or whatever it is, what's, what's your vision for the practice. And I want you to think about, you know, what's your plan for uh, this week in terms of shifting the needle and what do you need to do? What are two things you need to do today that are going to shift the needle on your practice? And I want you to write them down the night before. You come into work the next day and the first thing that you do before you click on Haloxy icons or going to the Haloxy website or before you click on your Outlook or your Gmail, stop, look at your sticky note that's sitting on the front of your computer that says do these two things today. Do them first and then move that post-it note somewhere where you can be accumulating a pile of post-it notes, if you like, and you can see your progress, okay? So whether it's little things like raise my fee or do the post or update the blog, or but make sure it's something that's going to shift the needle on your practice. This is really, 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 really important. Don't see clients first and then save this needle shifting stuff till later because you'll never get it done, which means you'll just stay on that hamster wheel like I did and you'll plateau. And I don't want you to plateau for 18 years, right? Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. You don't have to do that. Um, do those activities first. And then uh, the other thing that I would love you to do if you're inclined and if you want to is I want you to check in with yourself each day. You know, just take a breath, put your hand on your heart space, close your eyes. And I want you just to ask yourself in your mind, um, you know, what ask your body or ask your spirit or ask your soul, what do you require from me right now? What do you need from me in this moment? What's my next step? 
ask the question, make it a daily practice. You don't have to do it first thing in the morning if you're feeling rushed. Maybe you do it at lunchtime, okay, before you eat your lunch. Maybe you maybe you do that. It's Honestly, it's going to take you one minute, but that one minute of receiving guidance could change your day, all right, for the better. And allow yourself to trust and, and surrender into that and take aligned action from it. So um, I hope that this has been a helpful episode. Know that you are absolutely not alone <laughs> on your journey. Uh, you know, you've absolutely got this. You can absolutely do it. You are amazing for even thinking about having a private practice and working with people. But you know what? We need to make sure that you're looked after first so that you can look after all the people and do all the things. And yeah, I think by tapping into your energy and just becoming aware of that, that's going to be the key for you in doing it. Now, the other thing too is I sent out a free Psychology Today profile booster kit um, that's circulating on social media now. If you would like a copy of it, um, please send me a DM on Instagram and I can get that over to you. Um And what else did I want to say? No, I think that's about it for today. Thank you very much for listening and have a beautiful rest of the day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast today. If you're looking for clarity, if you need help with branding, your processes and bringing everything into alignment with your soul's purpose for your private practice, Head to the show notes and click the link for more information about the Private Practice Monthly Mentorship Group. You are going to love it. I can't wait to see you in there. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.